right, let's get this thing rolling. Dude, I'm making a podcast right now. What do you want to make? It's Camp Citrus, the podcast. Let's make something. We can do this every Wednesday. It's like an audio art show. Let's get creative. I think it's starting. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Camp Sisters, the podcast, episode 10. It's Wednesday. We're back at it again. I'm so excited. I want to tell everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for not listening. Uh, I do know this episode came out a little bit later than scheduled. Uh, I am aware of that since I uh, am the executive producer, host, director, and publisher of the podcast and uh if you have any complaints or questions about the scheduling of this podcast please contact me at camp citrus at gmail.com or you can dm me on twitter or instagram at camp citrus i would love to hear from you if you do not have a complaint but would just like to talk to me please contact me at camp citrus at gmail.com I do appreciate everyone that listens. Thank you for lending your ears the time. And let's get started. All right. The reason this episode is late is because I enjoy so many things and I have so much stuff to do and I'm a super busy person. I mean, uh, I got, you know, I like live sports. I like my kids. I spend time with them. I work 40 hours a week and I have to put in that time so I can make money to do the things that I do. Uh, I got a house that was built in 1959 so I'm constantly chipping away at that project. Uh, I need me time because I like movies and books and TV shows and I like to listen to music. Uh, I'm trying to re- establish some type of studio for uh the podcast so i'm working on that uh you know i'm taking a class a screen printing class i'm gonna talk about that a little later but i am creating some cool camp citrus t-shirts in that class and uh that takes a lot of my time up uh just doing the podcast is is another thing that takes a lot of my time uh, I got that website, campcitrus.com. Go check that out. Um, that's I love doing that. That's another constant thing I'm doing always. And uh, I like bike riding and other things like that, like fun exercise, get outside and go hiking, that kind of thing. I like to do that. So unfortunately, this week, all that kind of got jammed into one jar and uh, the podcast had to suffer and come out, you know, a few hours later. So, like I said, if you got beef with me, email me, man. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, last night, or I had scheduled some time to uh, record the podcast and uh, just got overlapped with some other things that came up. And unfortunately, I do like to procrastinate, so the podcast came out a little later because I had to record it a little later. But it's still here. You're listening to it now. It's no different than it would have been. I should not procrastinate, 
and I could probably do just a slightly little bit better on my time management. And for that reason, and for that reason alone, let's go over seven tips and effective measurements for time management. This is for you and for me. Number one, set goals correctly. Set goals that are achievable and measurable. This is important. Set goals. That's what I take away. Set goals. Failure is acceptable. So just set some goals. And then you want to do it. But I mean, if you can't, hey, you gave it a good effort. Set goals correctly. Number one. Number two, prioritize wisely. Prioritize your task based on importance and urgency. This is important because you want to do the things you have to do and are most important to you first. So remember, people, prioritize your task based on importance. All right. That's number two. Next up, number three, set a time limit to complete a task. I tend to be good at this because all of my tasks are based upon, what am I talking about, man? I ain't good at nothing. <laughs> I mean, like, the reason I put see you on Wednesday in my intro of my podcast is so that I would mandatory have to do this every Wednesday. That's how I set my time limit to complete a task. I just force myself into it. All right. Number four, take a break between tasks. Listen, you've been working hard. Take a break, man. Let your mind chill. You know what I'm saying? Give it a rest. Go enjoy some me time. Watch that show you've been meaning to watch. You know what I mean? That documentary. Those are important. Get it out, man. Let your brain relax a little bit. All right. That was number four. Next up, number five. Organize yourself. This is important, man. Not only do you want to organize your space and your utensils and the area that you're in, you want to organize your approach and your plan and your uh, everything, man. You just want to organize it all, you know, like you want to know when and where and how and what and who and all that good stuff, man. Uh, organize well. I could probably work on that a little bit, but we're, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you. Think about it. Think about all those things you need to organize. And do it. Do that. All right. Number six. Remove non-essential tasks and activities. Look, man. I've been there. I know you want to step outside and blow some smoke. But look, man. You don't need to do that. You need to do that thing that's important. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't need to call that call that person and talk about the other person. That's not important, man. That's non-essential. What you need to do is work on that project you've been meaning to do. You know what I mean? You know, you go clean your car because you know you're supposed to be doing something else. Yeah, it's important to clean your car. But what's really important is to get this project done. Work on the project. Then clean the car. All right? 
All right, that's number six. Number seven, plan ahead. This is real important, especially if you're doing anything creative, because it's going to set the tone of the whole thing, man. Plan ahead. Know what you need and what you're going to achieve. That way, there's no... Even if you hit a bump in the road, man, like you had... If you plan properly, you'll have envisioned, you know, a plan B and a plan C and what will happen if these things don't work out. So plan ahead. That was number seven. And that was the last one. So these are all effective lists for time management for you and for me. So, you know... Get on it, man. This is important, man. I need to I I need to work on this as much as you do. So, I'm not blaming you. I'm just telling you like these are some tips of the trade from the internet. All right. Um I could really go into each one of those, but I don't feel like I need to because it's just going to bore you with what I do, and what I do is cool, but I feel like it's more about you today. All right. So, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, the other day, I had my class where I'm making my screen prints. I'm doing a screen printing class. And uh, I went there, but I couldn't stay long. Class is from 6.30 to 9.30. I had somewhere to be at 7.30. So, I didn't want to miss the class. I did not want to miss the class. So, I got there. I left my house early, got there at 6. The instructor was there. I told him, I said, look, man, I want to do two screens tonight, but I only have 45 minutes. And he was like, all right, man, get to work. Go at it. And uh, I did it. I uh, got two screens emulsified and shot the images I want into them in 45 minutes and it was pretty amazing uh i'm pretty excited and i got out of there and to where i was supposed to be at 7 30 and achieved that and i had taken spare clothes in my car so even though i was super wet from washing out my screen in the sink i just changed in the parking lot and walked in so fresh and so clean and nobody knew Nobody knew that I was under the super stress situation and I overcame it because I was organized and planned well and prioritized all of my stuff. So you too can be a super achiever if you only work at it. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And I know in the past couple episodes I've kind of mentioned this NFT thing. And, uh, dude, this guy I follow on Instagram, who I like a whole lot, he does a lot of uh, murals and cool artwork, especially, um, I think he's out of Chicago. But uh, his name is Detour303. And uh, if you can't follow him on Instagram, or at least go check him out, it's Detour303. He does a lot of cool stuff. He definitely has art tips and stuff. That's why I love to follow this guy. But I guess he tried to make an NFT, and he had a great idea. His idea was that he was going to 
have like a virtual world that you could go into and see one of his murals. And uh, he did it all. I guess he paid somebody to set all this stuff up. And uh, it didn't sell. So he failed at uh, NFT. I'm not saying he failed. uh, Like, I'm not calling him a failure. That's what he said in the story that I heard was that he had failed. And uh, yeah, man, it's not all uh, it's not all highs, man. There's some lows to it. So, you know, I guess I thought it was a great idea, though, because, you know, murals don't last forever. I mean, I guess unless you're like Banksy and they like take down the whole wall to save your artwork. But not everybody's on that Banksy level, man. And a lot of artwork, especially like these murals, Especially like if you're at a uh, uh, like free expression area or something, it's only going to be up there for a little while before somebody uh, goes right over it. And this guy's idea was like basically he was going to save it on an NFT to where like you could always go see this mural. Great idea, man, but I guess it just didn't work. And he explains on his Instagram why it didn't work and what he thought he could have done better. But, uh, it's just another NFT story. I don't know. It caught my eye because that's something we've been talking about or I've been talking about to you, uh, NFTs. And uh, that was that was pretty cool. Um, oh, dude. And another thing I kind of mentioned, I don't know what episode, but I kind of mentioned how there was all this cool um, like musical music cover artwork and I had said you know the Jizza Liquid Swords was like one of my favorites so <clears throat> there's a whole bunch of them like I like the original Bobby Digital album has some of the best artwork ever I love that so much I know I got a t-shirt one time that had it on it um you know even the doggy style cover is is great I mean all of that hand drawn hand painted album cover artwork is 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 just amazing there's a alice cooper cover that is super awesome i think i said that uh i don't know kanye west has some great ones um there's there i mean dude some of you definitely might know like the gorillas uh green day dookie album uh i don't know what kind of music you listen to uh maybe maybe like uh Clips, Lord Willen, that was a cool uh, hand-drawn cover. Uh, Marilyn Manson, all of his are like real artsy. Um, Molly Hatchet, Beating the Odds, one of the greatest. Uh, I guess that would be like Airbrush or maybe an oil painting. I don't really know what that is, but all of the Molly Hatchets are kind of similar. They're all like, kind of look like barbarians. Uh, just so dope, man. I mean... If you don't know who Molly Hatchet is, you got a lot of catching up to do. But uh, their album covers are amazing. So I put that on Reddit. Reddit is like a great... I don't know. If you don't know what Reddit is, it's basically like the uh, face of the internet. It is like... It's like the original Twitter, I guess, kind of thing. Like it's basically like an open chat room. But the way that it works is uh, really well where... The top things get moved to the top and the things that aren't that important kind of get washed to the bottom. And then there's a limit. So like once so many things are talked about, 
um, there's no, it doesn't allow any more comments and it just kind of disappears. So it keeps it moving really well. And uh, I had put the comment on Reddit, kind of like trying to get some feelers of, hey, what do you think the best album covers are in the music world, uh, art related particularly? And man, let me tell you something. I had a lot of hits and they I had never heard there was only like three albums I had heard of and I love music man but I guess like the average reddit user is like dark deep demonic like heavy metal because some of these albums like first of all the artwork was super good um, my favorite one of all of the ones that were recommended to me, and I looked at every single one, was called Death Spell Omega, is the name of the band. Death Spell Omega. And the name of the album was Drought. And the artwork for that album, phenomenal. Really phenomenal. I mean, there's a whole bunch of really good art. They're like some of the like lead singers did the album covers and the artwork was just like, I was blown away. I was really blown away. And, uh, but man, I mean, it, it was so many, um, that I just, I was going to do a whole episode on album cover artwork and it's just not going to happen because, uh, there's so many and there's like so much I don't know about. I just don't feel like I can cover that because it's so, uh, it's just so broad and like, you know, like what is it? Death spell Omega. Like I've never heard of that. And I listened to some of their music and it was, whoa, it was, it was, it was, it was like crazy. That's the best way I could describe it is crazy and uh you know i do love all kinds of music i mean i would i don't dislike death spell omega don't get me wrong but man they're like every comment and group that these people listed on reddit was like and they all sounded like that and i was just like this is so crazy man like i don't know but uh Oh man, dude! One time I saw Guar, and uh, and it was awesome, man. I don't know if you know who Guar is, but that's another like heavy metal band, and they dress up like these crazy demonic aliens, and they're like eight feet tall, and the guy's like guitar is like seven feet long, and um, they you know they sound just like that, and uh, oh my god, it was so good, man. If you ever get a chance to see Guar go see them they're they're amazing um but off subject there's just so much album art out there i i was kind of like i thought i i thought i knew the majority of them i mean i even went to like the record store and looked through them and wrote a bunch of them down and then when i got to this reddit list i was just like oh i guess i really don't know and i'm not gonna do a it kind of deterred me i don't want to do a uh 
don't want to do an, uh, an episode on that anymore. But if you are listening and you have a favorite music, album, art, cover, dude, hit me up. Let me know what it is. I mean, there's so many of them. I can't even believe, like, people were saying, like, Kurt Cobain's artwork, uh, which is uh, it's so weird. It's so weird how some people, like, even Hitler, like, Hitler was a painter, and he was good. He was, like, really good. It's crazy, man. I don't know what that has to do with this subject, but there, there's just people, like, another one I think you should look at that, like, kind of blew me away. Um, this is nothing, and I'm just, like, rambling, but uh, Kevin Nealon. I don't know if you know who that is, but Kevin Nealon used to do Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. He is an artist, and he does, like, these crazy paintings of um, other celebrities. And they're just phenomenal, man. It's so good. I uh, I don't know, man. It's really good. So that's that. And uh, I got a couple questions this week that I'll answer real quick. And then we'll see where we go from there. But, uh, you know, this is one of those weeks where I I, I could have done better. Could have done worse. But uh, I got these questions. This one's from Toxic Moon. Toxic Moon, man. He says, I recently graduated with a degree in, a degree in game design and a minor in visual arts. I'm not really sure what kind of jobs to look for, especially since I would have to be remote because of the pandemic and the fact that I don't yet have a license. I want to work in indie games and design, doing concept and pre-production work, such as character concept and narrative design, but I'm not entirely sure where to work. I can't code or model at the moment, so I feel like I'm at a disadvantage when it comes to finding work for it. I'm open to doing non-game related work, but I'm not entirely sure what I'd be able to do. So this guy non or this guy I was about to call him non-toxic moon. This guy toxic moon, man. He uh he seems to have just graduated. And I don't know why he has to work remote. The pandemic seems to be somewhat over, but you know what? I guess if you're into uh gaming, if you're trying to get that kind of job, you know, you can work remote. That seems cool. Uh as a guy that does not have an art degree, or um, I'm not even that technical in technology, bro, I'll tell you this. One thing you could do is just a, a fake it till you make it. That's an option. It's a good option. Um, but in the meantime, while you're filling out job applications and making cover letters and all that important stuff that you need to do to get the job. Because if you're going to fake it till you make it, man, you better have the best application you can. But uh, start building your portfolio. Like, you want to do character design? Start making characters. I don't know what program you use to do that. I don't know how you do that. But, like, start, start making them. Then start applying for jobs where you have character design. And... and then when you go in for the interview, you'll have a small portfolio and you can show them, hey, this is what I can do. Uh, as far as like not, you know, if you, you can't code or model yet, I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what coding is, but whatever. 
if you're open to doing non-related game work in like visual arts, man, that's a tough one, man. Cause uh, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of jobs out there for that. Like, you know, you could go <laughs> work at uh, a art supply store, but like, no one is personally. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. But it doesn't seem like people are looking for people to like paint canvases or they might want you to sell canvases to a motel. But that's a salesman. That's not really what your degree is. You know, your degree is in visual arts. And uh, to use that, I mean, you could get a job in like a silk screening, uh, you know, store shop, but they're not going to pay you much. It's really good for experience. And uh you know, kill some time, but it's not gonna be that college education pay. Um, you know, you might be able to find a job at a museum, but it's it's gonna that as well is gonna be like fake it till you make it. I mean, if you're going into a museum with a minor in visual arts, I don't know what you could do, but it's going to most likely unless you go to a private museum be a state job and uh you already know how that is man so dude here's what you should do start applying to places like what games do you play you play uh i don't know grand theft auto apply at rockstar games you play fortnite go apply at epic games you play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I'm sorry. World of Warcraft. Go apply whoever makes that game. Like Apply to the places that interest you. And if you are so lucky to get the interview, you know, hopefully in the time that it, that takes, you've built up a portfolio that you can show them and hopefully they like it, you know. And even if not, man, I mean, you could always go to like a smaller company and have a huge impact or... You know, there's a lot of options here, man. Just don't um, just don't settle. You know what I'm saying? Just don't settle for something you don't really want to do. Uh, that's my best advice. Uh, I'm not, like I said, man, I don't have a degree in art. I just like to do art. I've all, I mean, I've always wanted to get a job doing something like that. But, you know, I don't have the knowledge, man. So, you know, I could go back to school. But it's like, that's like a dilemma I have. It's like, I could go back to school right now and get a job in graphic design. But it's like, I don't feel like I need to. I could just build a portfolio or learn that craft on my own. I don't know. I mean, do I need to go back to school just for the credibility? Or can I build that credibility on my own in my, you know, in my own time and then get that job through that? You know, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't know, man. I'm lost in this giant world myself, man. But good luck to you, man. Toxic Moon, big shout out, man. I hope you, uh, congratulations on graduation. You know, uh, I'm proud. You know, you don't have to work remotely, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like you are uh, definitely going with the trend of uh, staying safe. And I appreciate that. And, uh, dude, good luck to you, man. Good luck. All right, man. I got another question. And this one is from Grandma of the Young. Okay? That's Grandma of the Young. 
What's she talking about? Let's see. Oh, man, she must be Southern. I'm picturing like a Paula Dean, but like way less racist, you know? She says, hey, y'all, I need some advice. I've been an artist for a long time, but thanks to social media, I've gained popularity. Popularity. Well, you go, girl. And I've been getting lots of commissions. Hooray. I wish this luck on any artist. But I had a company reach out to me wanting to use my art to sell as a, as temporary tattoos through their site with a pretty decent commission percentage. Everything checks out so far, but they wanted to move on to the next step and email me saying just fill out a form to get to know me better and they'll send over and then to send over all of the art I would like for them to use. They send all of the commission money when we make we make through Venmo or PayPal and there is no licensing agreement. This raised a red flag for me. Though I would like to have this art as temporary tattoos for my followers, I'm just feeling like something is off. Please, someone help. I'm new to the licensing of art and have just very limited knowledge. Are they trying to steal my art well let me tell you something grandma of the young I don't know that's a good question and I'm very proud of you and I I, I am so excited for your success and uh, I, I, I tell you what man I would get someone on the phone First of all, write down all of these questions. Like, can I get a licensing agreement? Because, you know, that's important, man. Especially if you can get, like, you know, I don't know what they sell these temporary tattoos for. I'm guessing, like, $20 a pop. If you can get $2 per each one they sell of yours. Because, yeah, if they give you $200 and then they sell uh, 2 million of them, yeah, then they took advantage of you. And that's not cool, man. But if you can get $2 and they sell 2 million of them, you know what I'm saying? Or they sell a million of them, you made $2 million. Like, I, I would definitely try to get in touch with them. Another thing you could do is um, you could just go to a company like this company and have your own design made and sell it yourself and then it's all your profit. I mean, I don't know if you've thought about that, but that's not a bad idea as well. Um, the thing I have learned about a lot of this stuff through all of the things that I've done in general is that um, people are trying to take advantage of you most of the time and they will tell you that it's like exposure and that's what you get out of it and that's what's important for you but really they're using you they're making all of the uh, money off of you and and sometimes exposure is good but it sounds like you've already become popular and gained all this popularity through social media so you don't really need that you don't need exposure what you need is yeah like money you know you You've you've passed all those tests. Like, I, I mean, if I was you, I would definitely look into because there's other companies too that do temporary tattoos, and uh, you can just reach out to them on your own. Like, uh, I don't know the name of any, but 
they pop up on my Instagram all the time. And uh, I've looked at it, like, trying to get my own um, images done. And, yeah, you, you can do that real easy, man. You, They'll do... Um, I know for, like, me to get one of my images on a temporary tattoo, that's, like, real... Like, this ain't no, like, uh, dollar store temporary tattoo. This is, like, stays on for, like, two weeks pretty heavily. Uh, I want to say it's, like, 20 or 30 bucks, and they'll do... And then the more you buy, the less it is. But, I mean, I would... I would... I would definitely... I don't want to say to get a lawyer... But I would come up with some questions, get someone on the phone, and try to get work something out, man. Because I mean, they've got money. They're they're gonna try to get you at the lowest amount. So, you know, don't let them use you like that. I mean, you know, like when we do open mics for comedy or something, you know, it's like that is for exposure. You because you know you're doing all of the work. You go home. You write all the jokes. You get on stage. You tell all the jokes. They don't pay you anything. You don't get free drinks or anything. People pay to come into the club. They pay to buy drinks. The club gets all that money. You're doing the work, but they get the money. But this doesn't sound like that. This sounds like... I don't know. And then on top of the fact they want to use Venmo or PayPal, that that's a little off as well. Like, Tell them you want a paper check. You know? <laughs> Put it right in your account. But... um Another one, too, I've done a lot is um, these, like, charity events where you draw live, and then they auction off your work. And, I mean, that's cool. I, I'm all about charity and stuff, but, like, you know, it really is, like, one person um, coordinating a whole bunch of talent and the talent doing all of the work and then a large sum of money going to like a charity not of the artist's choice or anything so it's like i don't know i mean i feel like you do that enough times and you're kind of like okay i gotta make some money for me and uh you you're you're like right on that cusp man and uh like i said if i was you i would uh i would definitely look into if they won't meet your demands then uh, just get it done yourself, and then you get all the profit. I mean, even if you have to come out of pocket a little bit, it might be worth it, especially if you have enough followers, you know, or, uh, you know, if you have to create your own Etsy shop or your own Redbubble or your own uh, website even and just sell it there. I mean, you know, it's real easy to set up an LLC, and uh, you it sounds like you're right on the cusp of that, man. Just protect yourself more than anything, and if, if it seems too good to be true or fishy or something's off, you got red flags, don't follow through. You don't want to learn the lesson the hard way. You know, like, they take your art for, like, two, $3,000, and then they make millions. I mean, you know, once they buy that artwork from you, it's theirs. Like, you, that image is theirs. They can do anything they want to with it. And, um... You know, that's a, that's a huge, huge uh, gain for them, especially if they get it from you cheap enough. So think about that. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Thanks for being a grandma to the young. Good luck to you. I appreciate your question. Um, and uh, you know what I'm saying? Good luck. All right, so...
another thing, as I mentioned on the last podcast, is uh, Sketchbox. If you don't know what Sketchbox is, it's basically like you pay a amount of money and then they send you a box full of art supplies. And uh, there's like a lot of tutorials. And each month you get a different box and it's full of supplies. And you can do art with it. And uh, they've been kind enough to offer me and my listeners coupon code Camp Citrus for 10% off. So check that out. Once again, you can get Sketchbox for 10% off with coupon code Camp Citrus. I'm really excited about that. <clears throat> and I'm also really excited about Inktober. I don't know if you've ever heard of Inktober. And uh, basically, I love it. It's one of those things that comes every year. In the month of October, it's basically like this guy, Jake Parker, who's the creator of it. I guess this guy, Jake Parker, if you don't know who that is, he's an artist. And uh, he's done a bunch of children's books. He's pretty amazing, super talented guy. But he created this thing called Inktober. And in October, he sends out 31 prompts that, you know, it might just be like spaghetti. And, um... I don't even think it's that. It might be like tight or loose. And you draw in ink um, something that represents that word. And um, it's a lot of fun. It, he created it to help himself just uh, practice um, getting better with a certain type of pen, like an ink pen. And... Um, it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. If you're a really talented artist or if you're just a beginner, it is a great practice. And I'll definitely be doing it this October. I know it's like so kind of far away, but I'm just planting the seed because I found out today that he also does like 52 weeks of Inktober. So there's a prompt every week. I'm not necessarily going to start doing that, but I will start looking into it and I might do a few of them. But that's something that uh, I highly recommend to other artists because it's a lot of fun. And then you can go on Instagram and that whatever the whatever the um, prompt is, you can hashtag that. And I mean, there'll be like thousands and thousands of them. So you can see all these other people that are doing the same project you are. And it's just really cool. Um, it's called Inktober. You could hashtag Inktober and see what that's all about or... Just look up Inktober or look up Jake Parker. You'll find all this information. It's really cool. I think he started it in like 2009. It is not easy. Like if you do just the month of October, that's one ink picture a day to a prompt that someone else came up with. And uh, it's pretty tough, man. I will definitely say that. Like especially to put out anything really quality, it's like it's it's not easy. Um so yeah, Inktober, you can see it all at inktober.com. It's really cool. I think people should look into that. Um, oh yeah, last episode I had talked about the uh, PBR art contest that I had entered. And you know I got in the top 10 or whatever with that zombie picture. I put that zombie picture on Instagram. It's on uh, Camp Citrus on Instagram. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, it's pretty 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 funny but um dude if anybody hears of art contest and you want me to enter it or you know i just don't know you don't think i'll, I'll know about it dude 
email me and tell me because I will definitely answer it. It's like I love that kind of stuff. It's pretty fun. But, uh, you know, don't tell me about like, you know, the city hall of Springfield wants, you know, someone to draw a cow. But like if you hear that, uh, you know, I don't know, Bud Light's doing a contest or, um, you know, Sheets is doing a contest or something like that. Let me know. I'll, I'll try to get into it. I, uh, and you know, I'll let everyone know we can all do it together or whatever, but, um, I'm kind of looking for uh, something like that, an art contest or something to do. That'd be a lot of fun. I could do one here, but I'm just not quite ready and organized enough. I got to get, you know, my tips for time management down before I can start doing that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, and you know, email me too if you uh, if you have a topic you think I could talk about, or you have a guest you want me to try to get, or um, if you want to be a guest, or if you have, you know, email me any type of stuff like that, because I, I'm, I, you know, I'm such a busy person, man, I'm really just trying to wing this podcast, and every week it's, it's, um, you know, it was, some weeks it's easier than others, man, some weeks it's tough, like this week I had a lot of stuff written down, and I lost that piece of paper, and um, so... I'm just kind of winging it right now, but it'd be nice if uh, we could work together as a team, as intended, to uh, you know make this thing happen together. It definitely takes some pressure off of me. I mean, I still love doing it, and I'm gonna do it either either way. But feel free to uh, and don't be you know don't be shy. I'm open for uh, any type of encouragement or uh, you know whatever. Tell me I suck. I don't care. But yeah, hit me up. If you have an art contest or you have a topic, that I'm really, I'm really reaching here for that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see, what's another thing? I have a bunch of ideas that I'm really trying to get together. I just, I'm kind of struggling because I've got so much going on right now. Hopefully, um, as this uh, art class winds down, I'll have way more time. Um, you know, it's about to be summertime and my kids will be a little more free and, you know, uh, soccer season will end as far as, um, for my son and, you know, just, I'll, I have a little bit more available time. So I've got all these ideas I want to get on this podcast and I want to get done and, uh, I'm gonna get them done, but it's just got to come together and I, I got to free up some time and, you know, I still, you know, I got to work out and, um, you know, work on my house and all that stuff too. So, Hopefully we can get all this done and, and the podcast won't suffer at all. But And I'm really, a, a dude, believe me when I say this, I'm super sorry that this podcast was a little later than normal. It, it probably will happen again, but um, I, I, I don't know, man. I'll, uh, I'm going to work as hard as I can to make sure it doesn't, you know? Um I guess that's about it for this episode. I, I was hoping to go a little bit longer, but it just didn't really happen. And I don't want to just say the same things over and over again. Um, I don't know, man. You ever want to like, you think it's too late for me to learn how to skateboard? I, like, it's just like, I don't know, man. And then like, that's the thing. Like, do I need to learn to skateboard like at my age? And then on top of that, like, that's another thing I have to do every day. I mean, what am I doing? What am I even talking about? Why am I asking you? 
it's just a thought that runs through my head constantly. Like, do I need to like learn to skateboard? Like, is there gonna be a situation where like someone has a skateboard and everyone's like, dude, can you do that? And be so cool if I could. But you know, like, ugh, like when do I have time to learn to do that? Right? All right. Well, look, I'm gonna get out of here and uh, go edit and publish this, and then. Uh, Maybe I'll make some t-shirts. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll learn to ollie and kickflip and go down a nine-foot halfpipe. Who knows, man? We'll find out next time, next week, on Wednesday. Oh, but before I leave, let me give you my recommendation of this week. So every week we do these little hidden gems or things that I like that I think you might like, but you might not. I don't know. But this week is going to be a TV show. It comes on Amazon Prime. This is an Amazon Prime original. It's called uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, You may know what it is. You may not. I don't know. It takes place in the 1950s in New York City. Um, This show is amazing. I did not think I would like it, but uh, it is superb. It is super well done. Uh, It's got the great and awesome Alex Borstein in it. She's by far my favorite on the show. Uh, if you don't know who Alex Borstein is, she did the voice of Lois on Family Guy. Um, she's a phenomenal actress and just a super funny lady. But uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is about um, a lady who's kind of living the perfect life with a husband and kids. And uh, she finds out that she's uh, pretty good at stand-up comedy. And she just, like, keeps working at it and um, gets pretty good. And uh, she's, like, working up to, uh, I guess, like, get famous and get, like, a shot at, uh, like, a late show or, you know, like, a big a big uh, event in the end. And um, it's just about that. And... Uh, I'm telling you, man, this is the type of show, like, you might, like, put it on and be like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But if you can get through the first episode, you're going to love it. It's so good. I highly recommend it. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's an Amazon Prime TV show, Amazon Original, whatever you want to say. I love it, man. So check that out. And as we always say, man, take care of yourself. See you again real soon, no doubt. Peace, amen, Zion, one love. Take care of yourself. I'll see you in the streets. Be easy. I hate to say it, but this is the end of another Camp Citrus, the podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been inspired to get out there and create something of your own. Feel free to send pictures of your artwork, stories, ideas, or questions campcitrus at gmail.com Also, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Camp Citrus. And finally, we've made it easy for you to get all your Camp Citrus in one location, campcitrus.com Be sure to check it out. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you again next Wednesday.